radio on, turn your radio on, and listen to the music in the air. Yes, let's see. I think I'll turn over to the loudspeaker. River Radio. Hello? This is only a test. This radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Across the Thames Valley. Turn on the radio and let's have some music. Spread the word. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another show of Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. So today, I've got another jam-packed show. When don't I have a jam-packed show for you all? I have got a fantastic guest in the studio with me. And you know what? His name is Pete Doyle, and you might already know him. He does so much within the Reading music scene, and he's here to tell me all about what he does. We might need about six hours, <laughs> but you are here yeah. today, Pete. So thank you so much well, for joining pleasure. me in the studio. Thanks for inviting me on. It's great to be You're here. You're more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. We'll be talking a little bit about later why I brought you on. Yeah. But you've got so much more to give than just this story that I found you <laughs> about. Honestly, it's really nice to be able to have made that connection off of the back of one Facebook post. Yes, that's true. Very so true. make yeah, sure yeah. you stay tuned to listen to why, why Pete is here. But first of all, I asked you to bring in four songs, didn't I? Yes, you did, yeah. So the first song I'd like to play is from Colours and Fires. Now, I consider myself a friend of Sophie and yeah. Sophie is obviously the creator of Colours and Fires and she's the lead singer yeah. and she's just the most amazing person she is isn't she yeah, she yeah. does she does so much for the Reading music scene definitely and also obviously the Pride Alive stage at Reading Pride and yeah. she is always just picking everybody else up she as is. well as herself so yeah, it's really yeah. nice um, and I just love her music why have you chosen this particular song to start off the show with today that's a really good question Tara um, I've uh, heard most of her songs and seen her play live mm-hmm. uh, this particular one, it just grabs me every time because it tells her story, yes. but also other people can relate to the story as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would call it an anthemic song, you know. It um, is so anthemic. Yeah, I think she recorded it uh, with uh, John Mitchell, who's a producer in Reading, mm-hmm. lives in Reading. He's produced a few bands, um, mm-hmm. but I just like the build. Uh, great. Also, when when you're watching a live. She has about 100 capos on her guitar. And I never know how she tunes the guitar, so I'm trying to work it out. Ah, well, we can definitely ask her. So Sophie is, is tuned in. So Sophie Yay. says, looking forward to the show. Hi, Sophie. Hey, thanks for the shout out. Sophie, you're always on this show. You're always having a shout out. The biggest fan club here in the room, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. If Colours and Fires yeah, and just yeah. Sophie in yes. general. So let's play the song. Yes. This is We Are The People off of Colours and Fires self-titled album. And this is it on River Radio. After this, across the Thames Valley. One more time, across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Ooh. Well, now for some pop music. Try. Th-
You're listening to River Radio, and this is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And that was We Are the People by Colours and Fires. And today I am joined by Pete, Pete Doyle, who you just do so much in the Reading <laughs> yeah. music scene. I can't even say you do this, you do that, because, you know, the list will go on for the next hour. Yeah. But you are here right up until 8 o'clock, yes. aren't you? Yeah, I am. Thank you for inviting me. Oh. I am just a guitarist, by the way. I just write songs. That's all I do. <laughs> You're much more than just a guitarist, Pete, honestly. So if you are brand new to Inside the Music Scene, Inside the Music Scene is your local music show. Sometimes we go a little bit beyond local music, but we always adopt them as our own. So... But Pete is from a local music scene. Yes. And as well as talking about you and all your experiences and just, I've literally got a long list on my little notepad. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be playing Reverse Reverse, yeah. which is where I reverse song. Um, and you have to guess what it is, but also the listeners are going to help you. Okay. Did you get the reverse reverse from uh, last week's? No, I was listening to the show and I, yeah. I, I didn't get to the bit where you revealed oh, the, so I still no. don't know. You still don't know? <laughs> no. Oh, I could have played last I week's. I, I couldn't guess it. I, I couldn't guess it. I can't oh. remember what it was. Okay. I can't remember now. I'm going to have to now go back. I'm going to listen again. Right, when we're off air, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're going to have to find out what Definitely. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you know what? I think I think we should play a game of Reverse Reverse night right now. Okay. So, here we go. This is your Reverse Reverse for today. Reverse, reverse! <laughs> Right, so that is your verse reverse. If you know it, Pete, we don't say it right now. Yeah, okay. okay. No danger of that. <laughs> no danger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, what do you think the reverse reverse in? I will have to say, I have played this on my show before. I am guilty of reusing material. However, I don't think anybody got it on the week that I played this. So, if you want to get in touch at home, I think Pete needs a little bit of help with guessing definitely, this one. Yeah. So you can get in touch over on our social media at River Radio Live. And also, if you're a fan of email, then you can get in touch at studio at river.radio. That's probably the easiest way to get in touch as it pops straight up on my computer here. So, Pete. Yes. You've got so much to talk about. Where on earth do we start? Let's start with... How do you know Sophie? Good question. So um, I've been following local bands for a long time, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But more recently, well, I say the last 10 years, more recently, I set up a charity called Reading Rock Academy. And as part of promoting that, I used to Mm -hmm. hang out on Twitter on Friday nights and watch local bands. So that kind of uh, broke the seal on me getting out there and and finding bands. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, one place I always go to, and it's not opened actually since pandemic, and probably won't reopen, is a place in Reading called the Bo, um, uh, the Global Cafe. Has uh, it not it? opened again? No, it's not opened. And the rumours oh, are really sad. that it may not open for live music. I know. Um, Why not for live music? Well, it's um, downstairs was like a coffee shop. It was a cafe, but yeah, upstairs yeah. there was a venue, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, that's right. I, th- I think, I'm not sure yet, but um, they might just keep the upstairs bit open for live music, but not downstairs. And since the lockdown, what they've done is they've mm-hmm. put the back bit of the uh, cafe into like a, a fr- uh, food, sustainable food shop. So you go in with your containers and you can fill up. And that's that doing makes, really well. Actually. That does make sense yeah. because they are all about kind of the um, saving the world and like, yeah. oh, what was the word? Sustainability yeah, and definitely. there's a lot of vegan products in there definitely, as well. Yeah, yeah. So that really makes sense to have kind of a sustainable shop right at the back it of this. It does, yeah. And next store. door is the World Trade Shop. So it's mm-hmm. fair trade and things like that. Um, 
but uh, Boho was the Wednesday night, and it was run by a guy uh, called Rob Soden. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it 22 years in Reading, wow. different locations. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it settled there. And I remember going in there on a Wednesday night. Sophie would be playing. Um, she would have everyone just listening, you know, mm-hmm. just not just her music, but her stories as well. Um, She's got so many stories to tell. She's absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I first saw her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been a fan of uh, new music and local new music as well, and oh, bands really? that are, you know, just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got so far in, involved in that, I thought I'd set up a charity called Reading Rock Academy in 2008. That's pretty um, well known as well. Uh, I think it? a lot of people <laughs> yeah. would know about I mean, I knew about it when you mentioned it on our phone call yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, oh, Reading Rock Academy, that's quite a big... Big yeah, thing. I mean, it's uh, it's it's niche because it's new music and it's mm-hmm. just young people. Yeah. Um, and um, when I set it up, I was inspired by um, uh, Jack Black School of Rock. When I watched that, I thought, right, let's do this. Um, <laughs> and uh, my kids were a similar age, actually, to the kids in the film, so oh, I could really relate to it. Um, fantastic. So I used to hire uh, classrooms and take all the equipment in there, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually we got to a point where we needed some. Um, some more coaches and some more students so mm-hmm. i hired the hexagon in reading which is a big venue uh, you know it's uh, a yeah, 1500 huge. yeah <laughs> and i hadn't promoted at all you know so this was complete uh, mm-hmm. complete novice um so i just invited all the schools in reading and uh, berkshire and hampshire and oxfordshire uh, and i thought i'd do a battle of the school bands and the rock academy would present it so mm-hmm. it was reading rock, got a big banner got some judges uh got a guy called nick hayward haircut 100 nick hayward yeah. no way he used to live around here actually not far i think he still does yeah yeah, he sort yeah of he's a local lad yeah yeah and um he came along and judged and mm-hmm. then he brought a few other producers so it was like an industry panel mm-hmm. um and uh, it was open to any uh school children uh secondary school age 11 to 18 but, oh, okay. but they had to play original music and that Fantastic. was the thing. And everyone said, you won't fill out the hexagon with young people, original mm-hmm. music, you know, do covers. And I said, no, no, it's got to be original. Mm-hmm. And it just uh, blew me away, the sort of quality of the music, you know, and the passion. That's fantastic. For what they were doing. So, and it's nice that you were able to give the stage to people to do that because yeah. I had to wait till I was 18 to perform. Right, yeah, In yeah. pubs. Yeah. There was nothing for me at my, yeah. uh, when you were under 18. I mean, I performed at school yeah. when I finally decided that I wanted to sing in front of people. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's, there was no support from venues. You yeah. know, when I run my open mic night, under 18s can come in till nine o'clock because... I want to make sure there's a safe environment for them to come in because going straight into a pub at 18 yeah, yeah. is quite daunting. It is. Um, so it's amazing that you were able to do that from like 11 years old right yeah. up until 18. They were on the stage of the Hexagon with Marshall Stacks behind them. Marshall no Gaines way! It's proper school of rock, it was, isn't it? Yeah, and I even got um, a, a music shop to donate uh, 5,000 prize money for the winning band. Is that a local music shop uh, as well? It's a national music shop. They've, uh, they've suffered now, actually. Oh, um, no. But it's... Um, uh, yeah, it was for the winning school music department. Mm-hmm. So we had all these schools, uh, and then we did a semi-final and a final. And then at the end, I said to Nick Hayward, "Do you mind playing a song?" He goes, yeah, yeah. So he got up and played a song, which was great. Oh, amazing! Uh, you can guess which one he pro- he played. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fantastic day. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that was good. And that, I sort of cut my teeth on doing events, and mm-hmm. then I did it the second year. So that first year, uh, a band called Yellow Fever actually won won the. Uh, Mm-hmm. on the Battle of Bands and they were from South Oxfordshire just outside Pangbourne um, and that just inspired me to want to go further with the Rock Academy and not just focus on the teaching but the band coaching and mm-hmm. getting them in, in the room together um, <laughs> rather than doing technical teaching of scales and harmonies yeah. and things uh, just have fun uh, rock out quite literally mm-hmm. well a lot of rock stars you know 
they might not even know a lot of the chord names. Yeah. Like I taught myself guitar. I literally know seven chords. I've been playing. I shouldn't really announce this on on the radio. That I'm a professional musician. I don't know many chords, but I've gotten away with it since I was yeah. 17, 16. Um, that's like 11 years. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. But like sometimes you don't need to learn the technical stuff. Yeah to be a musician you just need to feel the music i play chord. i don't even know what these chords are called yeah, yeah. but i mean it's quite nice you feel like you've made them up and then someone else plays it it's like oh someone else knows it. yeah but, I think, <laughs> but it's really good to feel it yeah no, no i totally agree and that that's what i funnily enough all the students didn't do music at school mm. they were doing it because like you were saying they were like you yeah, they just wanted to explore and discover it yeah and i always say music is an emotion and technical so you know we all got it feelings is. so we're halfway there you know so exactly um, it's the kind of type of therapy for a lot of people as yeah, well yeah, like definitely. songwriting and even just noodling on the guitar and finding a perfect yeah. riff you know the sense of accomplishment even from two perfectly played notes is yeah. just fantastic and it sounds like you've really captured that in the in the rock academy well, uh yeah and it, it, it was all made up as we went along to be honest um that's and the I best had, creative <laughs> way of doing things and I had, yeah I, <laughs> and I, of course i was under pressure to sell out the hexagon because it's not cheap to hire the hexagon no. And uh, we, we didn't get any support. I didn't do any funding at all. It was all parents, parents contributing. Wow. So, and I risked my own money in it, you know, to start with, to give it some, you know, some flow. Mm. Um, and then uh, when these bands came back the next year and Nick Hayward came back the second year, a few other people came back. There's another band called Sandara Karma who came out of it as well. Mm-hmm. They were called The Flux then. Um, cool. And then, of course, uh, this band called Flaris that you know. Yes, they they've played on my show before. Yeah, they were originally called Area 52. And, oh, right. and uh, when we took them to Abbey Road uh, to record, they were under Area 52 and then oh. they changed their name to Valeris. Uh, so um, so it was all good, actually, and nothing but good. And then, of course, you can't keep sustaining that because I wasn't doing it for a living. It was for a charity. Mm. Yeah. Really. So I had to get some proper grown-ups. Proper grown-ups. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> people like Matt Foster. I have to mention Matt. He's a kind-hearted guy. Mm-hmm. So I needed people to, to make sure it would live for 100 years, you know. So right. that was a 100-year plan always on everything I'm doing, you know. So. And then you don't have to think of yourself. You just got to think of engaging other people to get them involved. You know? Yeah, because it kind of it started out as your project, but now yeah. it's kind of become everyone else's project that's involved in it. So yeah. although it's your baby and as such, it's, it's yeah. nice that you're kind of letting go of the reins a bit and like having so many people's input as well. Yeah, I think that's really really yeah. cool and to drive it forward. How's it going at the moment? Well, it's uh, so I've not been involved in it for a number of years now because uh, Matt's running it and mm-hmm. he's keeping a steady ship. Um, Amazing. They've got a new trustee, uh, chair of trustees called Bill Lang. He's taken over. Um, and of course, during the pandemic, it was really hard to do the um, in-school coaching uh, mm-hmm. because the, the schools weren't open. Yeah. So it, uh, but because it's small, it managed to survive. You know, if it was too big, it probably would have suffered. Uh, yeah. So it's got growth potential, <laughs> as I always say, perfectly formed. <laughs> and they're always looking for new uh, people. So if you know, any of your listeners want to get into a band and they oh. want to travel, it's only in the Reading area at the moment, though, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But if they do want to um, get in touch, I think you can just uh, go on Facebook and search Reading Rock Academy. Uh, and do they have to be from Reading or is it literally no, just stationed it, in Reading? Yeah, it's stationed in Reading. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Rose, who's the leasing of Valera, she originally came in from Venezuela. And oh, she, definitely not a lo- just <laughs> yeah. local people then. And it was funny how she got involved because um, uh, her mum was looking for something for her daughter to do. Mm-hmm. And Rose was such a polite person. She was the most respectful. Oh. And I thought she's going to go far because she just cared. Good eye contact with people, mm-hmm. said thank you. Um, whereas other people just come and go, you know. 
So I yes. knew there were some special people and they respected what we were doing, which was good. That's you know, really like that. nice when other people see the amazingness that you're doing um, as, as well. It's, it sounds absolutely fantastic. So you mentioned so many people's names throughout there, but one that you mentioned was Yellow Fever. Yes. Okay. So I've got this track that you sent over, yeah. downloaded it, I've got it ready to play. Yeah. So can you just tell me quickly just yes. a little bit about this? Now this track has never been played on the radio. You <gasps> have, have I got, got an exclusive? exclusive? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> and... Um, Exclusive. I just love playing that button. There you go. I love that button. <laughs> I know, it's um, great. I just, so, when I'm on my own, just, just applause myself Yeah, sometimes. no, it's all good. Um, <laughs> and uh, this was the winning band. It's, it fits into uh, the stage of Reading Rock. The first year at the Hexagon, they came yeah. along and won. Now, when you listen to this track, uh, they're all 16, 17-year-olds. The lyrics are amazing. Mm -hmm. Delhi, the lead singer, was fantastic. But they had a certain presence uh, on stage. Yeah. They were really tight, so you can tell they'd rehearsed properly. Um, yeah, you can really tell yeah. when people are really keen. Yeah. Because they're so tight on stage. Yeah. And some, sometimes, you know, you could be playing anything, but if there's just one tight part, yeah. I just always thought, oh, that was so tight. <laughs> it's it so was. Good. And I always use that word as well. And it's um, so the prize was to win uh, their song recorded at White House Studios in Reading. Mm -hmm. um, £5,000 they won for their school. Wow, uh, that's, that's a big amount of money. Yeah, and I, I, I bought this big trophy and presented it on stage. And um, In fact, the other judges, there was a guy called uh, uh, Danny from Purple Turtle in Reading mm -hmm. he, um, and a guy called Dale Davis who used to play bass. I'm told he played bass with Wayne, Amy Winehouse. Oh, um, cool. Um, so... He, uh, might know, he might know my guest on in a couple yeah, of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, it was because it was for, for young people and new music, Yeah, a lot of uh, love was sort of coming through from these musicians and professionals. That's so nice. Because they knew we weren't doing it for ego or, you know, commercial reasons. It was mm. all about the music. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, if you play this song, it's amazing. It still feels fresh now, even though this was recorded... 2011, 2010, uh, it was recorded, oh. but it's really fresh. I feel like I'm in a time machine. I'm getting yeah, an yeah. exclusive from <laughs> like exclusive. never been played on radio. <clears throat> wow, I'm I'm really excited to play this. Yeah, did they know that this is being played? Uh, no, but I will message them. Uh, they're all in their late twenties now, so hopefully their <laughs> phone numbers are still the same. <laughs> but, um, and uh, they did go on the back of this that year. They went to France and did a, a French uh, music festival. Oh, so wow. it was really good. And they were only. Year 12, you know, sort of um, year 13. Just leaving school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it was fantastic. Good well, I can't wait to hear that. I genuinely haven't heard this because, you know, I've only just downloaded it from the email you sent over. So I'm going to be reacting to this. Yeah, let me know what you think. Yeah. I, well, you're going to see my face. <laughs> my face doesn't lie. So yeah. um, I'm really excited for this. So this is Yellow Fever. Is it Mode? Yes, yeah. Fantastic. On River Radio after this. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This. This is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try it. Expression on his face There is an air of self-indulgence And a personality that's gone to waste He speaks only in cliches 
knees and appreciate a turn of phrase But if this is all the naked I can see What's going on beyond that gaze? Is it really a romantic trapped in a twat's form? Why in the world would you want to be that for? Dressed to impress or dressed because he is obsessed This is mode He sleeps under terror skins Alone with wide eyes and mouth ajar Realization has set in He steps in circles and looks around Silences the most ear-piercing sound He pours his heart out into a cup And drinks it down but then he coughs it up Only untouchable cause everything else is fake Were you to stare at him your eyes would begin to ache a parasitic growth on those who'd like to be him most. This is mode. listening to River Radio and this is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And also I am joined by Pete Doyle, who is just everywhere in the Reading music scene. He's not just a guitarist, like he explains himself to be. Um, you just heard Yellow Fever with Mode. Yeah. That was a track from 2011. Yeah, first time ever on the radio. I'm feeling very honoured right yeah, now yeah. to have such an amazing exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you think of the track? I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And um, we've, we've also got Sam in the studio. And what, Sam, you said that... Um, Sam's just working. I'm now just throwing him on mic. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> what did you think the Yellow Fever sounded like? You said... Oh, um, the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I thought the Libertines. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I'd love to hear what their voices could do now. Yeah. They've got a really interesting sound. So wh- wh- what's happened to them? I don't know. This is the thing. I've lost track of them. And they're not on social as Yellow Fever. If you do a search on Yellow Fever, you get a lot about the virus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. uh, nothing about the band. So Maybe I'll, they, they hit a brick wall and never went forward. But. Could be. Yeah, I think they just Shame. needed um, support, investment, management. But the music was, was absolutely spot on. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and, it had a and, great sound. And they were really nice people. Really nice, you know. That you remember when people are nice, don't you, at gigs? And yes, things. definitely. You definitely remember when people aren't nice either. Yeah, yeah. They just never re- get invited back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just remember, Tara, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And Sam knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have had a message in. Oh, from, yeah. From Sophie. She's listening. Oh. So, Sophie um, is from Colours and Fires. And um, their track was the first one we played so we played yeah, Colours yeah. and Fires first and Sophie said that Colours and Fires are playing this Saturday the 5th of Feb at the Rising Sun Arc Centre along with Tomorrow Bird who are just the most 
oh, they're just so genuinely nice yes. and they're just such genuine people. Yeah, yeah. I Lovely. really love them. Yeah, I love yeah. working with them as well. They're you, so nice. Have you played nice. with them? Have you or put them on? They play my events. Oh, fantastic. They even got me yeah, a Christmas yeah. card with some little chocolate fingers for Christmas. It was cool. lovely. Um, and also One-Eyed Man as part of the Independent Venue Week across the whole of the UK. So there's tickets available online. So I'm guessing just head over to Colours and Fires like social media yeah, yeah. and you'll be able to find more about that. That's really, and, really cool. Um, well, uh, tomorrow Bird, they used to be called Burnt Tomorrow and Jen Bird. And they created I was burnt. wondering why yeah, they were they, called they Tomorrow They formed, um, and then they just created a collaboration. Mm. And uh, Sophie's got a real eye for talent because one eye, one eyed man, uh, uh, I've forgotten the name, one eyed man, um, yeah. who's also playing, is amazing, mm. absolutely top draw mm-hmm. quality. So that's going to be a good night. That's this Saturday, I think, isn't it? Yes, Saturday the fifth. Rising Sun in uh, Rising Sun Arts Centre in Reading. Yeah, it's a good venue. It's a nice homely venue. It's it is nice. a nice venue. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's small, and you like that if you're watching a band because mm. you can get up close and hear hear everything. You know, it's nice. It is really, really nice when you kind of feel part of the band as yeah. well. You yeah, can yeah. kind of step on their toes sometimes, like literally get right up and close, see the white of their eyes. Yeah, it's it's really really nice vibe actually. Sometimes you don't need like a massive stage with like all this industrial lighting and stuff. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's just nice to be in the music yeah, with yeah. the musician themselves. Definitely so. Before we listened to Yellow Fever, you're talking about Reading Rock Academy. You put on a gig at the Hexagon, raised yes. money for charity. Now, yeah. just tell me about the charity that you raised the money for. That's interesting. So the first year we did it for an autistic school in Newbury called mm-hmm. uh, Prior's Court School. Uh, and I had actually been doing some work there um, with my other hat on in my day job. And um, it just struck me uh, how uh, most of the students there were and still are uh, non-verbal as well so oh, okay. i ended up teaching one of the one of the kids uh, guitar and he was 16 and, and bearing in mind he couldn't talk really? severe autism and behavior um difficulties and uh, but he was a musician you could just see it in his eyes you know um so i'd play something he'd repeat it you know perfect note for note um, wow that's so, a talent there yeah and that, so i started that was uh, back then so 2010 so that got me curious about autism uh, I'm actually now a director of, an, of a new autism charity called Autism in Focus and we're going to be talking to um, some of the streaming companies to do a, a, a story on parents, uh, mainly focus on support for the parents when yeah. they discover their child's been diagnosed with autism uh, and it, as we all know it's a spectrum, you know, there's degrees mm. of it. So um, while because I, I had a connection and I said we'll come along to the gig and we'll raise money for the school and that, that meant that I could run the Rock Academy, promote the Rock Academy, get the kids on stage yeah. to play their music, have a good night, but also raise money for charity as well. Uh, and, um, and that model kind of worked because mm-hmm. I had to go from nothing, you know, to a thousand tickets. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, a lot know, of tickets think, yeah, to sell. Did you difficult. sell them? We did actually, yeah, yeah. Um, that's really exciting. Um, and so we got a lot of support. Um, a lot of cheeky busking on, in the streets of Reading. You've got to, to do a bit of attention. cheeky busking, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned earlier that you have a lot of hats. How many hats do you reckon you have? Oh, I'm just a guitarist <laughs> from Reading. <laughs> we all know yeah. that you're not just a guitarist no, that's, from Reading. That's because my main job. You're yeah. saying that you worked at a school in yeah. Newbury, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you also have been working um, in a school at Reading. Yes. And the reason I actually got you on is I saw somebody shared your Facebook post over on, on a um, group I follow called Berkshire Musicians, which yeah. I love that group. Yeah. It's so great. Nice. Um, and 
you know, somebody said that you were looking for something. Can you just tell the listeners a little bit about your story and how it's going? Yeah, well, it's three weeks ago it started. I went back into UTC Reading, which is what's called a STEM school. So it's science, technology, engineering and maths. Uh, So it's quite hard subjects um, and the students are really high functioning people. But there's no music and there's a sign on the wall on the ceiling that says music. I went into the room, there's no, there's no instruments, nothing. Mm. Now, I, I do know the school really well. My oldest son went there, and we did do some stuff in the very early days with Rock Academy. And during the pandemic, it sort of gradually sort of dwindled, and then it went mm. to nothing. So a shame. Yeah, I spoke to the... Um, well, first of all, the students just turned up. I said, we're doing enrichment. I called it Tech Rocks, because it's all techie and we rock. You that, know? No, it's great, but, um, it's great. And I wanted to get, sort, of, sort of DJ, but with live electric guitar over the top, you know, and looping, live mm-hmm. looping. Um, so I did a live loop demo and they were just really interested and they wanted to be there. And uh, there was a teacher in the room with me and he said a lot of these kids um, were misbehaving during the day. But for some reason, music just captured their attention. Their behaviour changed uh, mm. and they were they were creating. Yes, because so, they've got an outlet yeah. to kind of, you know, whatever they've been through, they can just channel it yeah. into either guitar or something yeah. like Is it mainly guitar that they were um, doing? Well, it was It was only because that's uh, what I had with me. I just had a guitar and loop pedal. Oh, I see. And then the next week, week two, which was only a week before last, I, I bought a few other bits. I bought a little uh, a mini pad, um, sort of 8 by 8 MIDI mm-hmm. controller, so I started doing some loops and um, just hooked it up to uh, Logic Pro. Mm-hmm. And, and then one guy just showed an interest, and he was just so into it. And cool. this teacher who, who knew them in normal daytime, because mm-hmm. this is all after school, uh, he said, this is good. So I knew we've struck something here. We need to do something. And then last week, I was 45 minutes late for an hour enrichment. So we only had 15 minutes. So I was feeling really bad. Oh, I've, no. I've let them down. Um, and what they had done in that 45 minutes, they built, they'd started a shopping list of equipment. <laughs> So uh, the teacher said, look, let's do, Pete, well, while we're waiting for Pete, let's uh, make a list of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, um, they said they'd be making a list. And I thought, OK, this is my job. I need yep. to make a list. So that night, which was only last Wednesday, um, not even a week ago, I did a Facebook post from the heart, which mm-hmm. is dangerous normally. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just sort of did a shout out on Facebook, immediate friends, and then put it into some groups and said look has anyone got any instruments that they can donate yeah uh, and instantly i was getting pings um so where are we now i don't even know what day it is tuesday, tuesday. Um, so first day of february today yeah. so uh four or five days on we've had four guitar amps uh we've had uh five electric guitars two bass guitars two acoustic guitars one classical guitar wow. two midi keyboards um one little uh, mixing desk uh, a patch bay um, a couple of USB sound modules and I've, I've still got people messaging me even before we came on tonight wow. saying can I pick up some more stuff tomorrow so we've lit a fire uh, which is great so. definitely and I mean what school doesn't have music like yeah. that's, that's oh, yeah. I mean it's incredible like, obviously it used to have music because music's on their wall as you yeah. said on the ceiling um and I bet that's just completely changed yeah. some of the outlook of some of the students there. And on the phone, you, you let me know that um, some of the students there are on the um, autism spectrum yeah, as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Have you found that they've changed slightly? Well, it's still early days, but um, I just know from working in private school, school that music is an important facilitator mm. to remove anxiety and also create. And I think it can balance. Um, you know, when uh, there's nothing wrong with science and technology and engineering maths, that's really good subjects. But the yeah. the artistic and creativity bit, uh, which uh, I'm getting really passionate about now in my 
old age. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's people out there that I watch on TED, like Sir Ken Robinson, who talks about creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, there is something really important for young people, especially young people, to to find their creative soul, you know, and and create, um, as well as doing the logical stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So um, they have no idea that three o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to rock up in my in my car with, oh, nice. with all this equipment. So I'm going to get there early, yeah, uh, and then wait for them to come in and we'll hopefully get some someone to film it. Yeah, we'll give them out all this equipment. That'd and be it, make sure you send me a video. Yeah, I'd definitely. love to yeah, see yeah. the story just you know unfold. And that's so nice that people have donated so many things just just to give like some children just some inspiration because. You know, people can talk about the most important people are, you know, in in the music industry is the musicians or the people behind the musicians. But the most important people, I think, are the music teachers that first inspire you to pick up a guitar yeah. or, you know, the first person to introduce you to that band that inspired you. You yeah, know, and not enough credit gets given to music teachers. You yeah, know? and you're right. And, and also I'm learning, uh, although I've been a guitar teacher for a number of years, uh, I'm learning how to teach by doing less and just letting creativity happen. And step oh, in, that's you know, so rather than uh, a formal way of teaching an instrument, you know, mm-hmm. classically trained, you know, learn this scale, keep learning it, keep learning it. It's much more about discovery, giving, I call it like, you know, we've got 12 notes in mm-hmm. the musical musical alphabet. Yes. And so, you know, write a song with 12 notes um, or just pick two and do a one note solo over a three chord uh, oh. rhythm track, you know. So keeping it simple just to gradually see how their mind works and then see if we can tap into the root mm-hmm. language of music, you know. Um, Fantastic. Getting a bit deep now, sorry, but I'm, I'm, no, sp- no, I'm not still learning. No, not at all, honestly. <laughs> we, we were talking about plugins on the last show with Omari, so honestly, you can yeah, you yeah. can talk about whatever, whatever you want, really. But um, I, I really, really like it, and it does really sound very Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. There's a Ned yeah. Blade. Just to have a little bit of a... <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I, I really like that. It just sounds really organic, really natural, really yeah. like... I, I, I really want to be involved as well. well you are, and you are. <laughs> thank, thank you. And you are just by being here tonight, you know, what you've done, you're the first person that's actually taking an interest from, from media you know and the first radio station uh, well so you're more than you. welcome thank it's you been, so much it's honestly we're not going to wrap up yet but um <laughs> you know it's it's been really great to have you on and we've still got you for another 20 minutes and it's great to kind of meet somebody with a passion to yeah. start kind of to start to inspire people that might have not even had that inspiration before so you are going to I know it sounds really dramatic. You're going to be changing their lives, like yeah, I hope so. And yeah. I genuinely think you are. Music does change lives, yeah, and yeah. even if it helps them cope for yeah. five minutes, even if their attention is only five minutes long, attention span, sorry, for that five minutes, they've been able to create something. Yeah, yeah. And then be like, I play guitar today, even if it's for five minutes. And yeah. you know, it is it is it is amazing to see how music changes people and. You know, and once you've written a song, I've had my bad days. I've been very grumpy driving home or, you know, or somebody's upset me. I write a song. I'm fine. Ten minutes later. Yeah. Well, that's I, it. <laughs> I really like your song until that day. Oh, you've listened to my music. Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh, thank you. I did my homework. <laughs> you did your homework. I, ne- I, really I never like say that, that I'm a musician on my own show. Sorry, I'm like the worst at promoting. <laughs> First Mark Reed, now you. <laughs> No, I really do like that song. Oh, thank that, you. That's different from the other songs you got on there. Uh, and it yeah. just grabbed my attention because it was different to the others. And you told yeah. the story as well. And the importance of music, actually, in that song. 
in the lyrics. Yeah, I did. And we're kind of glad that you kind of understood the um, the story because obviously on the when I sing it live, I explain the story. So it's really yeah. cool that you've been able to get the story from the song. Yeah. I'm probably taken back to someone to listen to my music. <laughs> I know it's out there for everybody, yeah. but it's really nice when people actually listen and properly listen. Um, yeah, that, that was a really tough song to write because I was told that I would never be able to sing again. And, um, you know, and, you know, I can't sing at the moment. So it's really, it's really, really? tricky. Yeah, I've lost my voice. I went a bit tone deaf because oh, no. I was a bit poorly. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I lost my voice and I literally couldn't even get a note. So I'm in the process of getting my voice back at the moment. Right. Yeah, yeah. So until that day, ha- you know, I've lost my voice so many times because of my asthma and other other stuff yeah, going yeah. on. So I'm actually working with my old music teacher on Friday right. and she's going to kind of help me get my voice Brilliant. back from, honestly, I was a full-time musician to being completely, I couldn't even get a note. Wow. So it's really strange how the voice works, yeah, but yeah. it is a but muscle. That's an important song. And uh, well, hopefully you'll uh, you'll find it again. Um, yes, fingers crossed. I have snippets of 10 minutes. So I'm like, yes, I can sing. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, oh no, it hurts to sing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm compl- I can't sing a note. Uh, I just play the guitar. So I, yeah, I've, I've tried to sing. Well, I can't play the guitar. There we go. Well, we can work together <laughs> yeah, on this. We, we can work that. together. Let's have a little bit more music. But yeah, before yeah. that, let's play Reverse Reverse again. Because I know that there have been some people that have messaged in. Nobody's got it right yet. But I admire people for just messaging and say hello, really. Yeah. Um, here it is. Your reverse reverse track for today. What popular song have I reversed? Right. Obviously, we can't reveal you. Not not Scooby Doo. I don't even need to tell you not to reveal it then. (laughs) Let's see who has messaged in. Let's have a little look over on social media while it loads. Denise. From Reading. Oh, we've got some Reading people listening. Fantastic. Oh, Denise has got it wrong. Oh, no. Right, so who else have we got? Sorry, it's, it's taken a while to open all the messages. Yeah, yeah. We've also got Harry from Maidenhead. Got it wrong as well. We haven't got any correct answers Have we got in. a clue? Can you give us a clue? It's a recent song. Okay, I'll, I'll be no good it's, at that then. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's um, from a person that at one point they had every single... So in the charts, yeah. every song of their album was a place in the charts. Right. If wow. that makes any sense. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. And it was kind of a big thing, because I don't yeah. think it's ever happened before. Okay. I can't give you any more no, details, no. but it's fantastic and... In the video, this person is a vampire. If that wow. helps, it might help the listeners it at home. It will help the listeners, I'm sure. It's <laughs> a very cinematic video, yeah. and they are a big. I can't. I just don't want to give it away too much. They were an acoustic act, right. and every bloke with a guitar is just told that they are this person. Right. It's like every girl with a guitar is Taylor Swift. It's the male version. Oh, okay. Yes. Although when people compare me to Taylor Swift, I actually get really offended. <laughs> what about Adele? Oh, no. Because that's what I got when I heard your song. Until really? That day. Yeah, yeah, I got Adele. I mean, she's got a cracking voice, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. She has got a cracking voice. I, I, I could take Adele. Yeah. I could take Adele. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's play some more songs. Well, um, have you got Nobody's Birthday on there? Um, yes, Lemonade Wages. Yes, yeah, so and Nobody's Birthday, uh, Steve Dahl. I met him yesterday. Uh, he's the guy who's donated uh, one electric guitar, one bass guitar, one acoustic guitar, and a mm-hmm. MIDI controller, and two effects pedals. 
Oh my gosh. On the back of that Facebook post. No uh, way. What a legend. And <laughs> Absolute him, legend. Yeah, I said, are you in a band? He said, nobody's birthday. I've heard of these guys. I've seen them play. They played at Are You Listening, which is a, a Reading festival, yes. festival in Reading. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good festival. So I said, I've always seen it advertised, but I'm always doing another event on that day. Yeah, always very day. gutted. <laughs> well, I said to, it should be a two-dayer. It's a one-dayer, but it's it's like 60 bands or something in mm-hmm. one day. It's a big one. A lot of my friends have played it, yeah. and they've always said it's just run really nicely as well, yeah, which yeah. is really nice to hear from that side of the event. So, Lemonade Wages, do you like? Have, obviously, you've heard this song. Yeah, yeah. Why did you choose this song? Um, but you, just because of the song title, just drew, drew me in. <laughs> it is interesting. That's, uh, life as a musician. <laughs> Lemonade yeah. wages. Oh, of course. Champagne dreams. Uh, I will say champagne dreams, lemonade pockets is what I normally say. Yeah, I relate to that. <laughs> Definitely yeah. relate to that. So let's play a little bit of Nobody's Birthday on River Radio after this. Windsor, Windsor. Ascot, Ascot, Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Bracknell, Bracknell. Wokingham, Wokingham. Henley, Henley. Reading. Okay. The voice. River Radio. Of the Thames Valley. Yeah. 
You're listening to River Radio and this is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And I've been joined all the way through the show by Pete, Pete Doyle. Hi. So, I love it just... here, by the way. This is oh. really cool. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you're welcome to stay here. I'm locking up just after eight, okay. but you're welcome to stay I'll here. Just, I'll busk outside in, uh, in, in outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, outside, yes, yeah. definitely. I'll bring the loop pedal and just do some busking. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. So you just heard Lemonade Wages by Nobody's Birthday. Yes. Love that name for a band. Yeah, they're good. And I remember I've seen them. So they donated to the cause, you know, I'm raising. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can donate if they want to donate, actually. If, um, they're more than welcome to donate. Um, they've just got a follow me on Instagram or message me on Instagram Mm -hmm. um, Pete J Doyle um, or just do uh, Pete Doyle on Twitter Mm -hmm. or just Pete Doyle um, on Facebook and what are you looking for now because you've got Um, quite a lot of guitars we've got we've got guitars amps I need a bass amp ideally um, and any music tech stuff like uh, pedals or right um, uh, well you know we might even have mics mic stands you know that's that's Mm -hmm. a biggie Um, and uh yeah, well, anything at all, because the school will put it to good use. Um, and one guy said, you know, it's a bit... Well, Matt from uh, Rock Academy, he put mm-hmm. two amps in there, which is great. Fantastic. Um, that's one, so nice people have been so generous, because this stuff is not cheap. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's not. Um, it's not at all. And I just can't wait to see their faces tomorrow. You need to film this, <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Pete. This is going to be... Good. You're going to have to keep that forever. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. That's so exciting. It's nice creating moments for people, isn't it? I mean, that's what life is all about, really, you know? It is. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, life's just one short moment after another. Yeah, you just, yeah. just need to grab them and take these opportunities. And you're creating these opportunities for people. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, just incredible what you're doing. Well, you're so. doing it as well. <laughs> From what I hear, you're doing a good job here and you're promoting music. Oh, thank you very all, much. And Sophie, you know, we're all of the same. We're kind of working together in our own the same little... air, don't we? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's really nice. And it's kind of nice that, you know... <clears throat> I didn't know who you were at all no. um, when I messaged you on Facebook, and then now I've met you. You're in this. You know people that I know, so yeah, you yeah. can just it's see how we're all connected yeah. in the music scene. Yeah, um, and it's really nice. It's like really homey. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And it's, anyway. it's very rich. And I think there is something around now. You know, Liverpool had it in the '60s. Manchester in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in Reading and surrounding area, you know, yeah. around Berkshire, I think there's something happening here now. I do feel like Reading's got a bigger music scene. Just because yeah. I feel like it's a city feel yeah. and more people... There's more more places to go. Maidenhead, you do have to travel yeah. um, by car. But I think if you go to Reading City Centre, yeah. if one place doesn't have music, you're going to be able to walk somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite true. a nice vibe yeah. there. It's Because it's a uni town as well. I think that yeah, really helps. It does. Yeah, um, yeah. It's really tricky in Maidenhead to kind of have a scene. Yeah. Because um, I think a lot of places have cover bands. I mean, obviously, I do book cover bands for the venue I work for. However, I make sure that at my open mic nights... I make people I don't force them but I say play original music yeah if you want to play covers that's fine yeah, yeah. play what you want within yeah. reason yeah. no expletives before nine o'clock um, and you, you get know. young people to play as well do you, do you yeah say? I mean really no. Cool. since the pandemic nobody's been down right, um, yeah, yeah. just because you know I've promoted it however I'm not inviting people I don't I I like people to come to me post-pandemic. I don't yeah. like to kind of put people in a position where they feel they have to come down because yeah, of, yeah. you know, the coronavirus situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, just just um, as me, I don't know why. That's really weird, me doing that. But um, also everybody who comes down gets a clean cover for nice. their microphone yeah, yeah. as well. And um, 
Yeah, they, we used to have a lot of like underage people down there. Those people that like eight years old. Wow. Really? Um, yeah. Up until we kicked them out about quarter to nine, nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, because that's because of licensing. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, um, somebody was like fourteen. He would come down all the time. Had like a little girl. I think she's only about five. She'd sing a song oh. at like half past seven and then leave. And it's just really nice. Well, that's moments you've created for them, isn't it? You know, and they they'll remember that for a long time. And the yeah. parents as well. Hopefully. No, exactly. Yeah. Even if yeah, they yeah. just she stood with a microphone to take a picture, yeah. you know, I found a photo. I found a photo the other day from my seventh birthday of me behind a microphone with a fake guitar, yeah. and you just think, wow, actually, it was quite a long time ago that I realised I wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really really cool. So you've got loads of hats, okay? Yeah. So I'm, I know you say you're just a guitarist I am from Reading, just a, okay? Yeah. You might think that, but I've seen loads of different hats at the moment. So we've done Rock Academy, yes. okay? Yeah, yeah. You've organised a Battle of the Bands. Yes. Which I might have to talk to you afterwards because I want to organise uh, one. Oh, it's great fun. Um, great fun. <laughs> yeah. You've raised money for charity. Yes. You've raised money for schools. Yeah. You're now putting equipment into schools yeah. to make sure they've got music. You also... You're just also a performer as well. You're well, the live yeah, looper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the live looper. That's the hashtag. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the so it's live not, looper. You're not on any uh, like Instagram uh, pages as the live looper. Not yet. I did for a little bit and then took it down. Uh, oh, okay. Imposter syndrome. Oh. <laughs> but I did do uh, about a thousand hours busking in Reading as looping. So uh, when I loop, uh, it's all improvised. Mm -hmm. I know kind of a chord I'm going to play and a yeah. chord progression. But the, the melody's all made up, you know, it, just on the emotion of what I'm feeling at that moment. Oh, fantastic. Sometimes it doesn't work. I've done a live loop where I've actually missed my foot as mid missed the pedal so, oh no which in looping world is like you cutting off miss, your fingers even yeah. if it's like yeah. it just it's slightly yeah, yeah, out yeah. everything gets yeah. thrown doesn't it but I, I started looping about three years ago and it, just for a practice just to get mm. better at rhythm you know because you've oh. got to be on it uh, yeah. it sounds obvious but you've got to be on it you um, do you don't even realise that you're yeah. out you think you're in time yeah. then all of a sudden you think why is this not working yeah. Or yeah, you yeah. sped up midway through the song, and then you start your loop and think, "Oh, I did this so slowly, or yeah. something." And it's, it's good fun. It's great uh, if 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 any of your listeners are learning as well. You can get a loop pedal, you know, thirty, forty quid for a good, you know, it's a basic yeah. one, and just to practice at home, mm -hmm. just two chords, uh, you know, count to four if you want to do a simple, you know, and uh, and just hit the on and the off on the loop to get a nice little loop going. Just practice and then mm -hmm. play a scale over the top or improvise the scale or something. So it's I, I started doing that and then. Um, I met a singer in Reading. We had a she uh, was working in our workspace and she had a really good voice. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, let's do some live looping on her voice." And we created an act mm -hmm. which played in uh, Reading Fringe Festival in 2019. For, Fantastic! Yeah. So I started to build the act, and that's where I put some socials uh, together. Um, and then, of course, we had the, the lockdown, uh, and we couldn't yes. live live perform. I did do for Sophie actually. Uh, I did perform because she was doing all through lockdown. Virtually, yeah, she was, nights. and she asked me to play, and I did. I did one as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> did it from my shed. <laughs> I did it. I did yeah. it from my room. Yes, but I made it look like really cool and had like fake brick in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, so I do like, and I, I'm going to build on that uh, because um, we're doing the music enrichment at UTC, which what we're doing the donations for. That's just yeah. one hour a week, so I've got the rest of the week to have fun as well. So. Um, and I'm still learning as well. Uh, even though I've been playing 36 years, I've been playing guitar uh, a long time. Um, and my guitars are that old as well. <laughs> Some of them are sounding quite nice now. Sometimes um, you really have to work in a guitar. Like yeah. a new, I've just recently got a guitar 
off the tap bought me a guitar and I'm really thankful for that so I've now got an open wine night guitar so I don't have to keep ruining my own one right. and it sounds great but I know as soon as we've had loads of people slightly bending it and slightly breaking it it's going to have such a nice tone yeah. even people will be like it's a bit out of tune but I kind of like the kind of warning guitar tone yeah it's um, I'm a bit of an anorak uh, so I had one made for me it's an electric strap and the oh, guy who made it cool. said in 25 years this will sound pretty good you know, and it does you know it's, it's kind of like yeah, a good. nice wine yes like or whiskey age. or something yeah. like that and I like the little knocks that you get on the guitar yeah. as well you need it it's character you do yeah, need yeah. it you yeah. really really do I was too scared to scratch my guitar first time I got it and now it's like I banged it in the doorway yeah. oh well doesn't well, matter you know, Hendrix set fire to his so <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know. do not set fire to your guitars listeners no, do not do that at yes. home I mean yeah. if you want to do it go to your neighbour's house no yeah. um, <laughs> do not set fire to any guitars yeah. It is. Do you know what? We are coming to our end of the show. We've I can't got a minute we've left. It's gone so quick, isn't it? It's gone yeah. so quickly. Thank you so much for coming on. That's a pleasure. Pleasure. I know that you're just a guitarist from Reading. Yes. But we've yeah. managed to think about loads of things to talk <laughs> yeah. about. But no, you're far more than just a guitarist. Honestly, we've spoken about so much. And just remind people how they can get in touch with you to donate any musical equipment or recording equipment to you. Yeah, just on Instagram, Pete J. Uh, Pete J. Doyle. Um, mm-hmm. On Twitter, Pete Doyle. Uh, Facebook, Pete Doyle. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they'll find me somewhere. So I think it's about time that we reveal the answer to the reverse reverse track today. So Pete doesn't really know what it is. I know I have had a message in from Eleanor from Maidenhead, and she has got it correct. So let's play it one more time. So we have had quite a few answers that have been correct. We've got have loads of people messaging, so thank you so much to everybody who has. The answer to Reverse of Us today is, of course, it is Ed Sheeran with Bad Habits. So massive round of applause to everybody who got that correct. Fantastic. So... That's been the show. Thank you again, Pete, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much. No worries at all. I'll be back next week for another show of Inside the Music Scene. I've got a very special guest, another River Radio presenter. Make sure you follow River Radio on all social medias to keep up to date with everything we're doing. And go and check out our website at river.radio. Check out our schedule. Anyway, until next week, stay safe and I'll see you soon. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This... This is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this.